You're listening to episode 50 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans. I cannot believe we are in December already. We are at the tail end of 2022. And with that being said, I am running a live nutrition brainstorm this Thursday, December 8th. It's going to be a super interactive experience on Zoom. So I want to see all your beautiful faces. It's a power hour intensive designed to get clear on your nutritional gaps and opportunities to plan out your strategic next steps to further improve your health. Whether that's waking up with better energy, not having crashes in the afternoon, being more productive at work or in your personal life because, hello, when you have better energy, you perform better in all areas of your life. Whether it's dropping a few dress sizes or building a bigger booty, whatever your personalized goals are, you will leave this intensive with an injection of confidence and a clear path to take action and build momentum with with your health goals. It's this Thursday, December 8th at 5 p.m. live Pacific Standard Time. There will be no replay, so show up live and let's get the needle moving for you in a positive direction. So if you are interested in joining the brainstorm, send me a DM on the Instagrams with the word brainstorm and I will send you the Zoom link to register and I look forward to seeing all your beautiful faces. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fat Fuel Female Podcast. And this week, we are dropping two episodes because we didn't drop one last week because life has gotten crazy busy. I have finished renovating my office. My vibe is all white and airy and clean and fresh, and my plants look oh so good against the white wall instead of wallpaper. So life's been hectic, so we drop in We are dropping our second episode this week, so you get a double dose of the Fat-Fueled Female podcast this week because we missed last week again. I'm sorry. So today's episode is how to fix binge eating at night or on the weekends. Now, many people can turn to food for comfort, stress relief, or even reward, and if you're emotion an emotional eater or a binge eater, there let's let's you know bring it back a bit actually. Emotional eating and binge eating are very different. So emotional eating is you know, I'm just going to have, I'm feeling sad. I'm going to have some more ice cream or I'm going through a breakup. I'm going to have some ice cream and some cookies and some croissants and some chocolate or, you know, it's that time of the month and I'm wanting some comfort food or you're hungover. (laughs) 
and you're like, you know what? I need to get back to baseline. I need some pizza. I need some chicken wings. I need all of the things. That's like emotional eating, okay? So I think emotional eating is healthy from time to time. Um, It's just also being conscious and aware why are you deciding to emotionally eat. Um, I think us as women, we deserve when we are bleeding like a mofo, I'm going to have some food that I want to eat and I'm going to be okay with that. Now, emotional eating again and binge eating, very different. I was a binge eater uh, as a teenager and my binge eating, if you don't know my story, my binge eating came back post bodybuilding shows, okay? So binge eating is when I went to therapy for it, um, it's you're dissociated, okay? It's an out-of-body experience because the amount of food you are actually ingesting in one sitting, you can't actually be conscious eating that. It's like you can't be eating half a pizza, big large bag of chips, ice cream sandwiches, cookies, candy, all of it. You are unconsciously, you are dissociated when you are doing it because if you were fully aware and fully associated, you wouldn't be making all of these decisions to put all this food in your in your body because you would know how sick it would make you feel. So uh, with binge eating, um, I'm just going to speak from my personal experience and my own personal beliefs of what I went through, um, how working with a therapist did help me. And the one thing that actually really truly helped me get rid of my binge eating was going into ketosis and becoming fat adapted. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I coach and I teach and I educate from a place of wanting my clients. If you have some a similar story to me, whether it's uh, binge eating, whether it's chronic dieting, or maybe you're just coming from a place where you're like, I just want to have better energy and perform better. Um, I don't want to, <laughs> this is one of my clients, I think I've said this before in a podcast episode, I don't want to wake up and feel like I got hit by a truck. So it's like going into ketosis and becoming metabolically flexible. And if you don't know what metabolically flexible is, I refer to it as like the hybrid switch. Think of it as most old school, not even old school cars, but most cars only run off one fuel source, aka gas. And now the new cars, cars, they are hybrids. They run off of gas and electricity. So you really are saving money because you're not having to fill up your tank so much, but your car is more efficient because when you run out of gas, it goes into electric mode. And that's what we want our bodies to be like. We want our bodies to, when we fill up the car, fill up your body with carbs, aka gas, you burn through that really efficiently. And then your body goes back to burning fat because you've trained your body to run off of fat for fuel. So getting back to binge eating, um, why I believe binge eating happens for the most part is because of restriction. Because you're restricting, 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 or you are like really, really, really eating low, low, low calorie. Um, whether you're following some kind of really low calorie diet, whether you're trying to, you know, get quote unquote skinny for this vacation you're going to, you just cut all the food and you think that if I cut all the food, I'm going to get the results quicker. And that can happen depending what your dieting history is, depending where your metabolic health is, but that can actually perpetuate your metabolism to go into, um, 
starvation mode and into a place where it's kind of referred to as metabolic damage or metabolic adaptation, where it actually becomes way more harder to lose weight when you continuously cut calories and diet hop and just have a a very uh, sporadic relationship with food and the amount of food you're eating, whether it's like really, really, really low calorie and then you're like binge eating, that's when the weight can pack on pretty fast. Okay, so I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to ask you, give you three questions to ask yourself when it comes to binge eating. And I'm also going to give you three tips in this episode. Okay, so question number one, I kind of already touched on this, but are you restricting so much that when you want to eat food, when you decide to eat carbs or eat fat or eat whatever, you want to eat all of the foods. It's like when I went into ketosis and was pretty dogmatic about it for six months, when I would eat carbs, it was like I would eat all the carbs. Or when I was bodybuilding and my amount of fat for the day was 20, I think it was 25 to 30 grams, which is so crazy for me to put that into perspective. That's like a table, two tablespoons of olive oil, okay, for the whole day. So when I was bodybuilding and I wasn't, you know, quote unquote, allowed to eat fat, like really, really low, when I would eat fat, I would eat all the fat. Like I would eat like a jar of like peanut butter and then feel so sick after, you know? So what I'm trying to say here is if you're restricting any type of food group too much, it can trigger you to have that unhealthy relationship with that particular macronutrient or that particular food. And also what can happen is if you are a sugar burner, so you're eating carbs, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, so you're having oatmeal when you wake up or toast, lunch you're having a sandwich or a wrap or a rice bowl, dinner you're having pasta or uh, potatoes or rice or whatever it is, and then snacks, maybe you're having that granola bar or you're having some cookies or a bagel or some fruit or whatever it is, you're predominantly eating carbs all throughout the day. Your blood sugar, depending on obviously certain foods like white bread is going to spike your blood sugar a lot more than say like a raspberry. But if you are having carbohydrates all throughout the day, it's going to cause your blood sugar to go up and down, up and down, up and down. And that is not good for your energy. And that may trigger you to want to eat more. It's like the more carbohydrates or the more sugar you have, eat the more sugar you will want to eat okay so that's why it's important like if you give yourself guidelines like hey I'm going to go into ketosis for four weeks you have a start date you have an end date your brain can conceptualize that you're like yeah okay I'm doing this because I want to reduce inflammation I want to have see how it feels to be in ketosis I want to get my brain lit up I want to have all these health benefits like the thing about ketosis is like it's not just a diet it's a metabolic state so there's way other way more reasons way more benefits from you going into it opposed to oh okay I'm eating chicken breast and broccoli and I'm eating 1500 calories to lose weight where's the health benefit with that that's why I'm such an advocate for being fat adapted because you get all these other benefits as well opposed to just weight loss okay it's like a byproduct with doing all these other things okay Um, so it's important, like I said, like if you're like, okay, I'm going to go into ketosis for four weeks, five weeks, whatever it is. And then 
what are you missing in that? Okay, I really, you know what? I really missed having sushi. Or, you know, I really like having uh, protein shakes with like more tropical fruits. Or I really missed having wine, whatever it is. Then cycle that in, in a way that works for you. But I guarantee you, once you go into ketosis and see how good it feels to run off of fat, you won't want to go back to how you were eating before, but you will want to cycle things in to your nutrition plan that works for you, that makes it a lifestyle so you don't have this relationship of binge eating, okay? And that for me is how I stopped binge eating. I stopped being so crazy with food and I stopped really being afraid of fat and I started eating more fat. It kept me more full. It kept me more satiated. It gave me bomb ass energy. And then I cycle carbs in right now, today in December, 2022, I cycle carbs in about three or four days a week. That may change in the future. That's what works for me. When I started in 2016, I didn't cycle any carbs in, okay? I have some clients cycle them in once a week, twice a week. Some clients do it every night at dinner, okay? It's, again, just being curious and seeing what works for you, okay? So number two, are you under eating that your body is legit screaming for nutrients? So the more we deprive ourselves the more our body fights back and says, feed me, your hormones go completely wonky. So you can't actually, it's like when you're eating, say, 1,000 calories, 1,100 calories, 1,200 calories, whatever it is, 800 calories, the signs and the signals are so dysregulated from your brain and your body because you're not listening to it. You're like, I'm only eating 900 calories today. I don't care. I'm only eating 900 calories because I need to get this quote unquote result. And when you do that, it signals you when you decide to eat food. It's like, whoa, I haven't like really nourished myself. I haven't eaten this much food that it's just like, I'm going to go ham. I've been eating 1,000 calories. I'm just going to eat all the foods. I'm going to eat these yams. I'm going to eat this fat. I'm going to eat these nuts. I'm going to eat all of it because I feel so deprived, okay? And then number three, are you filling a void with food? Are you feel are you are you feeling a certain way that food is giving you some form of temporary relief? Maybe you're unhappy about some aspects of your life. Maybe it's a romantic relationship. Maybe all your friends are married or having kids and you're single and you're like, "You know what? The one thing that makes me feel good is having food at night." Or maybe it's something about your career. You're unfulfilled in your career. I'm like, I, I don't want to do this job anymore. I don't like what I'm doing. This isn't my pur- purpose. This isn't my passion. So you are filling the void with food. Or maybe you're just like stressed the F out and you're like, whatever, I'm stressed out. This is the only thing that makes me feel better is getting pizza. Okay. So a lot of times people can use food as a coping mechanism. But remember, food is here to nourish us. Food isn't entertainment. I think emotional eating from time to time is healthy. That's my own personal belief. Um, It's just what your focus is. If your focus is, you know, I really want to get lean. I really want to, I don't know, lose weight. I really want to, whatever it is, is emotional eating going to, how is that going to fit for you? Is that going to work for you or is that going to, is it going to help you or is that going to hinder you? You know, it's like these are questions you just have to ask yourself. So temporary mouth pleasure. So say you're someone who's like really stressed out and you're like, I'm just so stressed out all the time that the one thing I look forward to is my pizza. My pizza at lunch, I just 
wolf it down and it gives you that temporary mouth pleasure but how do you feel after do you feel shame do you feel pain do you feel discomfort maybe there's gluten in it and your body doesn't agree with it so it's like a lot of the times we can use food as a reward as coping as comfort but let's think what else could we do that can fulfill that void that you may be experiencing you know maybe meditating I know that sounds like no I'd rather eat pizza than meditate but taking a second and can you do Can you do two minutes of just deep breathing to center yourself and ground yourself? Or maybe when you want to order pizza or go get a donut or whatever it is, go for a walk, sit in nature, do something else. Or if you're stressed about something, maybe call a friend. Don't always revert to food because it will provide that temporary fix. But how is that going to make you feel after? I know when I was a binge eater, It's like, yeah, it was like when I was a binge eater, it was like the last supper. This is the last time I'm doing this. This is what I would always tell myself. And it wasn't. It was a behavior that and a pattern I had to break. But it's like, yes, you get this like dopamine hit that I'm going to eat all of these foods. Yes, every flavor, candy, chips, crackers, cookies, all of it. I'm going to get all of this benefit. And then after the aftermath of that is not good. I would feel so depressed and have so much shame And be in that food coma, almost carb coma, for at least two days after. So those are the questions you really have to ask yourself. Are you restricting so much that you want to eat all the foods? Number two, are you under eating that your body is literally screaming for nutrients? And number three, are you filling a void with food? All right, now I'm going to give you the three tips you can apply into your life, okay? So number one, slow down when you are eating. Again, when you're binge eating, it's not this slow action. It wasn't for me. It was like, blah, 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 blah. Throw everything in the mouth as quick as possible, right? So when you slow everything down, even if you are not binge eating, you will eat less, right? You will eat less because you will be more associated. You will be more aware. You will be more connected. So it's like each bite you have, chew it. I always say 20 to 30 times before you swallow it. Feel the texture. How does it taste? How does it smell? Be aware be present when you are eating when you slow down you regain control over how you are feeling and again you are actually conscious when you are eating okay number two look where your nutrition is coming from track your food record your food in a journal see where your calories and your energy your nutrition is coming from and if you are eating a carb heavy heavy diet even if it's healthier carbs it's going to trigger your blood sugar to have those high highs and those low lows so similar to a roller coaster so if you are eating carb heavy breakfast lunch dinner snack you know Get rid of some of that. Maybe leave the carbs or what I recommend my clients to do is leave the carbs pre-workout, post-workout or at dinner so your body is more in fat burning mode throughout the day and your energy is more smooth. Your energy is more like a baby roller coaster opposed to an adult roller coaster. And then number three, eat more protein. Eat more protein, um, high quality 
protein, like grass-fed, grass-finished, organic. Uh, Protein will keep you way more satiated and way more full than carbohydrates. I have found so many women are under eating protein. So a good rule of thumb to start is eat at least, this is like on the lower end, 0.6 grams per pound all the way up to 1.2 grams per pound. So if you're eating really low protein and you're seeing where you're at, start at 0.6 and then you know bump it up to 0.7, 0.8. I generally like to see my female clients at around one gram per pound. So what that means is if you weigh, I weigh around 120-ish, 22, 23, I'm not sure exactly, sometimes 125, sometimes 120. I generally eat 120 grams of protein per day. If you're 150 pounds, one gram per pound is 150 grams. If you're 180 pounds, one gram is 180 grams. Okay. So see how much protein you're eating. Again, I find time and time and time again, so many women are under eating protein and also under eating food. And then another bonus thing is just add more high quality fats into the diet, saturated fats like coconut, coconut oil, butter, ghee, and then olive oil, avocado oil, tallow, lard, all of it. All of these fats are precursors for our hormones. They're good for our brains and they are good for our heart health. So that is everything for how to get rid of binge eating at night and on the weekends. And if any of this resonated with you and you want to talk to me about your issues with binge eating or emotional eating, send me a DM on Instagram with the title binge eating. Thank you so much for hanging out and press and play today. And I will hopefully catch you in the brainstorm this week, Thursday, December 8th, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you want uh, the link to join the Nutrition Brainstorm, send me a DM on Instagram with the headline brainstorm and I will send you the link to sign up. So thank you again so much for hanging out and press and play and I will catch all you beautiful humans hopefully at the brainstorm or next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.